on this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast. We were created for God. Yes. God was not created for us. Yep. Yep. Boom. And that's it. And that is a fundamental truth. Yep. And nothing can be built on that foundation that God was created for us. Absolutely nothing can be built on that foundation. there. You are listening to the Girl Talk podcast brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. Today's topic is deconstruction. Have you heard that term? What does it mean? Why do we need to know what it means? And uh, <laughs> we're just going to jump right in, y'all, because you know us. We just kind of go go hard and fast and deep and all that stuff so let's talk about it um it's a popular term now when people talk about deconstructing their faith what does it mean what do you think what do you guys how would you define that i think um examining yeah re-examining your faith taking so i i think about it with this past weekend we had a um, event and at our event we had this thing called a deconstructed shrimp boil Okay. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. basically what they did, you know, normally when you make a shrimp boil, you put all of it together and you boil all of it up together. Um, this was boiled separately. Okay. And so you had shrimp on one plate and you had sausage on another plate and corn on the cob on another plate. So I think when I think about deconstructing, mm-hmm. it's the same kind of thing with your faith. You take this belief that you have and this belief that you have and this belief that you have and you put them in different buckets and you re-examine it. Well, think I, Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, when yes. I think deconstruction, I, I think of a bulldozer. Ooh. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, when you knock it down. Talk about deconstruction. Mm. I think about, you know, starting completely over mm. from scratch. Mm-hmm. So um, mm. now we're going to be talking about it from the aspect of your faith. When people talk about deconstructing their faith, usually what they're talking about is they're going back and reexamining everything that they believed. And nine times, nine times out of 10, I would say they are deciding they don't believe that anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously right there, that's dangerous. Um, And why do you think it is making um, headlines today? Why do you think that is? I think, first of all, it's because there's a lot of celebrities that have done it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of Christian celebrities like Kevin Max, who was, you know, formerly with DC Talk who deconstructed his faith and then walked away from it. There's mm. there's a variety of other people. Alisa Childers, yeah. who did that. She used to be with Zoe's Girl, mm-hmm. the um, contemporary Christian band, and deconstructed her faith and then reconstructed it. Thankfully yeah. has come back yeah. around to, um, oh, no, I really believe this, um, and talks about the dangerous sides of that. But I think it's a, it's a trendy, buzzwordy mm-hmm. thing to do. Plus, there's a whole lot of people who uh, want to make it they want to make Christianity what they want Christianity to be. Uh-huh. They want it to be, they don't buffet. like, they don't like some of the things. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, mm-hmm. because I don't like the fact that, you know, God's word says homosexuality is a sin. I'm going to see what else I don't like. And so I'm just going to make up my own religion kind and I'm going to re-examine all the things. Make you a Christianity kebab. That's right. If you're yeah. choosing, I was thinking yes. like a buffet, but yeah, I like exactly. a kebab. I think we're hungry for lunch. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would. I'd like to say one thing. What I what I think deconstruction is not. Okay. And that is honest doubt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great, Trisha. Yeah. Because yeah, I have been hearing that honest doubt. You bring it to God, and He can help you 
move forward in your faith. I heard it said it's like a foot that's raised and you can either go forward or you can go backwards. And when you bring it to God and you talk about that and you plumb the depths of your faith, you can move forwards with that and even grow. grow. Yeah. And what I what I think you said right there was the key part of it. You take it to God. Mm -hmm. And I think what deconstruction does is they take it to culture. Yes. And say, look at this little thing right here that Christians believe. We should hate all the Christians because this is what they believe. I don't believe that. You know, ding, ding, ding. You just hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. 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 And I think that's the way the enemy works. Yeah. So the enemy, let's go back to just Genesis 3, where the Mm -hmm. first seed of doubt was placed. And did he um, really say, right? Did God really (laughs) say that? Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. Actually, the question Satan asked wasn't the right thing that God even said. Right. And so he got all the, the truth twisted up. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does to us. And so I think that's another reason why we see a lot of it is that yeah. Satan is on the prowl. Absolutely. Oh, think yes. about think back to the Garden of Eden. What would have happened if Eve had taken her doubt? Satan plants mm-hmm. the seed of doubt and she goes, oh, hmm. well, I don't know. Instead of making the decision on her mm-hmm. own, she took it to Adam, a godly man, or she took it straight to God and said, mm-hmm. hey, God, did you did you really say this? Yep, yep, yep. Then would we be in the mess we're in today? <laughs> <laughs> no, we wouldn't. Oh, yeah, that's a great yeah. one. That's true. Yeah. So that's, you're right. We got to take it. Where we do you take, take it? it to God, not to culture. Where do Where you do take, you take it? healthy doubt? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because doubt is good. Yes. Questioning is good. Yes. Having your own, you know, constructing your faith Really examining what the word says, not just taking somebody else's mm-hmm. word for it, right. but really investigating yourself and going, you know, I, it's kind of hard to believe that God flooded the whole earth and Noah and his family was saved in a big old ark that floated. That's kind of hard to believe. So right. let me examine it using God and using scripture and using other godly people as mm-hmm. opposed to finding somebody who's just going to um, placate me and right. you know pat me on the head and go, yes, you're doing a great job. You just keep it up. And life has a way of digging down deep to find what you really do believe. And your parents' faith or your friend's faith or uh, a faith that hasn't been growing lately, is it, it's difficult to stand up to some of the challenges that life brings us. Sooner mm-hmm. or later, we come face to face with a situation that makes us have to choose what we believe. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think it's important for us as believers to know about deconstruction and how to answer some of the questions? I mean, I think we just we kind of happened upon one big thing right there. You know, you got to take it to God. You take Mm -hmm. those healthy doubts to God. But why do you think it's important for us to have conversations? I don't think anybody just Mm -hmm. wakes up in the morning and goes, you know what? Today, I think I'm going to just start all over again. I'm going to scrap everything I've ever believed and I'm going to put together something that you know, where I'm the savior. I don't think anybody does that. Right. Maybe they do. I don't know. But when it comes to deconstruction, it seems to happen a little over time. And then there's this and then there's this. I think that is such a tactic of the enemy because, yes. you know, the old adage, if, if you put a put a frog in boiling water, you know, but if you put him in a pot of water and just warm it up slowly, it, it's that same idea of the slow fade away from Christ. Nobody drifts towards Christ. You only drift away. And so you have to be intentional about that. So why is it important for us as believers in our circles of influence to be to welcome healthy doubt and to know what to do with it? 
Well, because society's going in the other direction. Right. And if you're just listening to society without your own filter, you're going to hear the messages that it's okay to pick and choose what you believe, that it's all right, that um, that may God may have said it, maybe he didn't say it. If you don't know what God said, then you can be swayed, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two, if you are not... If you don't know what you believe, then it's very easy to go along with the flow. If the flow's going one direction, to use yeah. your, you know, you're, you're, if you're just in the water drifting, you're going to drift that way. So true. So you got to paddle, and you got to know um, when that when when you're choosing to paddle. Mm-hmm. To use that analogy, I, knowing we were going to discuss deconstruction today, I did a little Google search to find out, you know, what deconstructing my faith. What does that mean? What does it mean to deconstruct my faith? Well, I found a wealth of resources mm-hmm. and most many of them were in you know encouraging people to deconstruct their faith mm. um we, again by planting that little seed of doubt questioning is good yeah and let's take it and and pervert it but here's one of the things i found on one of the websites it says uh, deconstruction is not destruction but rather the step that may precede destruction Ultimately, a person engages in deconstruction in order to see what of their faith is worth keeping and what needs rebuilding. If they determine something needs rebuilding, then they will rebuild a faith that feels more authentic Mm. to how they perceive God. Ooh, that's dangerous. Oh, you just said it. It's about us. Yeah. You know, we want God to be how we want God Mm -hmm. to be. And so we've got to be really strong as believers so that we can keep our questioning friends from going off this cliff and starting to create a God based on how they perceive God and not based on what the word of God says about God. Right. God is not Play-Doh that we can shape and mold into the form that we want him to be. God is God. And he is trying to shape us into the person that he wants us mm-hmm. to be. But when we get that flipped upside mm-hmm. down again, mm-hmm. that's where we, we come into trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tony Evans. We were created for God. Yes. God was not created for us. Yep. Yep. Boom. And that's it. And that is a fundamental truth. Yep. And nothing can be built on that foundation that God was created for us. Absolutely nothing can be built on that foundation. Everything can be built on the fact that we were created for God mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to worship him, to yeah. bring him glory. And that so that might sound harsh if you're listening and you're like, well, I don't really like that. That is something you got to work through. Settle. Yeah. You got to settle that because all the other things come as as a as a uh, as steps upon yeah, that yeah. foundation that God is good and he's going to take care of us and he's got a plan but it's his plan it's not us because again we were created for God not God created for us yeah and i think that and, and i'm going to say this and i probably will get emails about this and i'm sorry i'll just say it out there but i think i've been more convicted now than ever before for my bible literacy to be better because yeah. what we can do is have kind of a 50,000 foot view of the Bible. And that's good. But if you don't get down in the weeds and examine the truth for yourself, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think you can easily be turned this way and that. And so I would encourage you if you are, you know, uncomfortable having these conversations. I think we as Christians have got to 
have more opportunities, not more opportunities, because I think the opportunities are there. We've got to make the most of the opportunities we're given when people challenge our faith. Nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, you just didn't doubt. Right. You right. just didn't. Right. Because that was bad, and you didn't mm-hmm. doubt. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so you're like, oh, I have questions. And then I walked onto a college campus, what I thought was a Christian college, and my first biology 101 class, I went in there, and he said, I'm going to tell you all the reasons that Noah and the Ark could not have happened. Mm-hmm. And what I thought was a Christian college. Uh-huh. I was, my head was spinning. I was like, what in the world have I just walked into? And what lie have I fallen for? Because see, then God, I put him kind of on the the defensive because I thought, God, you've lied to me. So how could this not Mm -hmm. be true? You know? So I think my conviction has been that my Bible literacy has got to be better. Like I've got Mm -hmm. to spend time in the word. and, And I don't think that most believers are very Bible literate. Mm-hmm. And I would even put myself in that category. I'm, I don't know the things that I want to know about the Bible. I want to spend more time in the Bible. So I'm not pointing a finger at you at all because four of them are pointing right back at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I think that, that we need to get back to that being a conviction. Yeah. More of than what we know about somebody on Facebook. Right. Yeah. Yeah. More than what we know about our favorite you know, uh-huh. Netflix binge or the favorite uh-huh. game that we play or what's today's Wordle. We've got to be, none of those things are bad, right. but we've got to have a conviction to be more biblically literate. Because we're all vulnerable. And yes. Eph- Ephesians sure. 6, yes. so let's go to the word. Yep. Ephesians 6 says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness. Mm -hmm. So he wants to see us fail. So we have got to put on that full armor of God. What are they? The breastplate of righteousness. Helmet of salvation. Mm -hmm. Helmet of salvation. Sword of spirit. Yes. The belt of truth. Feet of peace. Feet shod with the preparation of peace. Yeah. Yeah, Belt of truth. Belt of truth. We got to know the word so that we can keep ourselves um, protected from his schemes because we are we're vulnerable. Yeah. It's a hard truth, but it's true that we have an enemy. I don't like to have an enemy. I yeah. like people to like me, but there yeah. is somebody who wants to take me down. Yeah. John ten ten. Yeah, he seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. And all he and and sometimes all he does is plant that teeny tiny yeah. seed. Is God really good? Is God really for you? Is is this really the thing? Is mm-hmm. that really true? Mm-hmm. Just those little reallys. Yeah. Be on the lookout for the little reallys because that can be the enemy whispering in your ear or trying to sit at your table as louis giglio yeah. always said don't give the enemy a seat at That's your table because right. he is looking to scooch on up mm-hmm. and it's it, it so but you have to know that right you have to know that and i think you know again to circle back examining our faith is a good thing yeah it's good yeah but when we do it we need to examine it with the word of god right and by taking it to god with um godly other people who can help us community. understand mm-hmm. with community that's right trisha community yep godly re- community i read about uh, an article saying that there were some well-known pastors kind of like what you were talking about that have fallen away from the faith and they asked paul david Tripp, why do you think that happened because he knew them personally and he said well the, one of the biggest reasons is they moved away from their their community their local community that would stand up to them and say that's you're not, right. not going down the right way. Yep. And when when you start to move away from that, you start to, that's when that deconstruction can happen. Mm-hmm. 
because you're moving away from people who are holding you accountable Mm -hmm. to the truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's important for us to have non-believing friends so that we can witness to a non-believing world. But it is more important that we surround ourselves with more people who are in the faith, who Mm -hmm. are believers um, who can strengthen us and hold us accountable. You're absolutely right. That's Rachel. who you ask the questions yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Not not the, uh, I mean, you can have debates with people, but when you're having a doubt or a question, an honest doubt, an honest question, you take it to God first. And then you can also take it to your godly friends. But that's not the time to ask your non-believing friends who you're trying to minister to. So mm-hmm. let me just, t- you know, I'm a visual learner. Yeah. I like to tell stories. Yeah. So if your computer breaks, who do you take it to? Mm-hmm. The repair person, Ernie. the computer, <laughs> the IT guy, the IT computer guy, guys, right? You would right. not even take a second thought to take it to the grocery store. <laughs> but that's what we do with our faith. Mm, yeah. When our faith, we, mm-hmm. we something's not right, and we're trying to figure it out. Instead of going to the one who created the book that we're studying, the one that created the person that we're becoming. Instead of going to our maker, we go to the grocery store of culture and say, what do you guys think about this? Well, Mm -hmm. they they only have a limited knowledge. They only even the enemy only has a limited knowledge. Mm -hmm. And why would you do that? You don't take your computer to the frozen food section at Walmart (laughs) because you know better. So it's time that we say, "Okay, we know better than this. Mm -hmm. We know where to go. We know where the source of truth is. We know where wisdom comes from. He says in his word, James chapter one, go look at it for yourself. Any of you lacks wisdom. I give generously without Mm -hmm. finding fault. Well, and one other thing, too, to add to this, I know we're getting close to needing to close, but the. Um, if you are one of those people who somebody comes to you yep. and says, I'm having questions and doubt, the best thing you can do is sit down with them and say, you know, let's explore together. Yep. Mm-hmm. As opposed to saying, I have all the answers. Let me beat you right. over the head with them. Let me tell you how you're wrong. Let me tell you. Just just have blind faith. Have you just faith. need to, have more faith. Yeah. You just need to, you just need to believe. Didn't your mama mm-hmm. tell you that you just needed to believe this when you were a kid? Um that can be so damaging. Sometimes we mm-hmm. just need a friend to sit down with us and go, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have all the answers, but I'd love to explore mm-hmm. it with you. Let's open up God's word and see what it says. Well, when you approach mm-hmm. those conversations with humility, too, and when you are willing to get down in the trenches with somebody, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes when I say things out loud, I'm like, that's the craziest thing I've ever said, mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. But, and just voicing it and getting it out in the open. The, the, the enemy loses his power when we drag stuff into the light, y'all. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. it to be true firsthand. Mm-hmm. You drag that stuff out into the light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sunshine is the best sanitizer. That's exactly Nothing right. healthy grows in the dark. That's mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. So true. So we want to know what you think um, about healthy doubt, about deconstruction. We would love to hear your thoughts. You're welcome to email us always. Girl talk at the lightfm.org. We love you so much and we long for you to live an abundant life in Christ. And uh, he loves you so much, and we want you to know that. And so if there's anything we can do for you, you're welcome to get in touch. Facebook page, the girlfriend's page. You can email us. You can send a carrier pigeon. You can <laughs> smoke, <laughs> smoke signals. Yeah, all works. Cool. We'd love to hear from you. And um, we want to say thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for their sponsorship of this edition of the Girl Talk podcast. We could not do it without you folks. So thank you so much. And we will see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast. 